Hi, and welcome to the Property Side Hustle podcast. If you want help starting a property business or you want to find out more about creative property strategies and building your income, then this is the podcast for you. No gimmicks, no dodgy property gurus, no nonsense. This is the Property Side Hustle podcast. On today's show, I want to dive into how you can start a property sourcing business and how you can generate more than just a typical sourcing fee. Because a lot of people think with a property sourcing business, you just you just get a sourcing fee. There's lots more ways you can generate cash and income in a sourcing business. So we're going to cover that. I'm also going to cover how you can get started in property, even if you're a complete newbie, you've got no property experience whatsoever, and you're or you may be looking to generate more income to supplement your day job, or you really would just want to start a property business to scale that up to enable you to maybe quit the day job and move into property full-time. But before we jump into that, we have some free training on our website that I'd like to share with you. Um, and on that free training, I'm going to give you the lowdown on how I made £17,000 from my first ever property sourcing deal. Plus you get lots of extras like a PDF guide on setting up your sourcing business and getting compliant. And there's some of the bonuses in there too. To get all this, all the free training, all the bonuses, all the the extra stuff I'm going to give you, go and visit psnpropertyblog.com. That's psnpropertyblog.com and click on free training in the menu and that's where you'll be able to sign up and get all, all those bonuses. So many people out there at the start of the year think, how can I increase my income this year? Or maybe they're concerned about the rising cost of living in the UK and you need to supplement your day job with a side hustle or something else. So many people turn to property and once they hear about the benefits of property sourcing, um, they're sold on the idea. And property sourcing is just one way you can obviously generate money in the property sector. Now, the big benefits are there's a really low barrier to entry, meaning most people on most budgets could afford to do it and set up and get started as a property sourcer. Now, once you are set up and compliant, you don't really have any outgoings for the business unless you go down the route of doing some paid adverts, Um, you you know, the, the actual day-to-day or the monthly I should say the monthly running costs for a sourcing business uh, it can be as little as zero in all honesty um, so it is you know a low barrier to entry which is obviously that's a good thing now the other benefit is the potential to earn so the average sourcer would generate between three and five thousand pounds per property they find um, and package up and sell on to an investor Three to five thousand pounds for each one. Now it doesn't take a math genius, and I'm definitely not one of them. It doesn't take a math genius to work out the potential with a business like that. You know, if you did one deal per month, then that's 
probably more than what most people would earn in their day jobs. So yeah, it, you know, it's an attractive strategy, property sourcing, but let's put the money aside and let's talk about what type of person should consider uh, sourcing, property sourcing and deal packaging as a business. Now, anybody can learn anything within reason and learning how to source and run a sourcing business is relatively simple to most people. But what skills uh, will come in use? Well, I think for me, the, the number one thing is is being able to speak to people um, and build relationships. Anybody can learn how to source and know how the business works. They can learn the nuts and bolts. It's a process. But if you are unable to network, and build relationships, then you're going to struggle. You will ultimately fail as you need to be able to network, meet investors, speak to people um, and, and manage those relationships as well. And another skill that is useful is probably a methodical approach. And by that, I mean, if you're the type of person that can set themselves tasks, tick them off. Um, each day then you'll do well and it sounds like a really simple thing but you know a lot of people get caught up in they think they have to be busy to be moving forward and that's not necessarily true in the real world you know a methodical approach and having a task list in front of you and thinking right okay today I've got to do this 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 and this to push things forward and going through them one by one it sounds simple but a lot of people do struggle with that, being able to just do what's needed um, and think, actually, I should be doing all these other things as well. And the rea- the reality is, if you rein yourself in a little bit and, and stop thinking about being busy and thinking about, actually, what's going to drive my business forward today? What's going to drive it forward this week, this month, etc.? You know, it's just being methodical and having that methodical approach really will serve you well. So now we know who it's for and what skills you're going to need. How can you earn more than just the sourcing fee? And I said it at the the beginning there, you know, property sourcing, a lot of people think it's just about the sourcing fee. You earn a sourcing fee and that's what you earn. Well, it's not. You can double or even triple your profits if you monetize the business further. So with a property sourcing business, the idea is you find people who are looking to invest in property, you go and find what they're looking for and present it to them with all the knowledge and analysis and due diligence. And should they go on to buy that property, they pay you what's called the sourcing fee or the finder's fee, some people call it. Now, this fee is typically on average 2% of the purchase price. The average fee in the UK probably being anywhere between three and five thousand pounds per property. So if you did one of these a month, you would be happy, no doubt, to see that amount of money hitting your bank account. Oh, there's an extra three grand, there's an extra five grand. But what if you could increase that figure a little bit by adding on some extra services that your investor client might need at the end of the day? You know, you're not trying to sell, you know, ice to the Eskimos. This is stuff that your your investor client will probably need anyway. Um, but a lot of people don't approach it like this and don't monetize their business fully. So here is where the money really racks up beyond the sourcing fee. 
So the most common thing most investors lack is time. They don't have the time to do viewings, to find a suitable property, to analyze the numbers, you know, to look at the area as well. Um, because a lot of investors, they don't invest where they live. They, they invest where the money works hardest. And that might be the other side of the country. So they don't know the area. That, and, you know, not knowing the area that you're going to invest in is, you know, you're asking for trouble. And they don't have the time to look at the area to check for issues, to, to crunch the numbers, etc. You can give them back time. As a sourcing agent, you can give them back time and offer to do it all. Starting with, you can offer to do viewings and provide a video tour and a property report off the back of that viewing for a fee. You know, it's it's a powerful thing. And that's probably, in all honesty, that is the, that's probably the starting point for a lot of investors. They can reach out to you and say, right, I've, I've seen this property. Can you go and do a viewing for me? Give me a video tour and give me a, a, a property report and, you know, give me all, all the facts and figures. That can be really lucrative. And because it's quite often the starting point for, for the investor relationship, you're then going to do that. You're getting fee for that. You know, it's only, it's only going to be a small fee, but you're going to go and get a fee for that. And if you give them a property report, video tour, all the information they need, guess what? The next step is to reach out to you again and say, okay, can can you help me, you know, walk me through this and tell me about the area and all the rest of it. And everything else kind of comes into play. Another thing is some properties out there will be run down. They're in need of a refurb, TLC. So if your investor is... They're looking for flips. That's what they're, that's what they're out there for. Um, and they're telling you, look, I'm looking for flips. I'm looking for a, a, a project to get involved with. You know, your typical homes under the hammer. They want to buy something that's a wreck, do it up, and exit that. Now, this is where you can offer another service, project management. Now, it's not for the faint-hearted, and it depends how how big the refurb is. Um, but anything that's, you know, kind of new kitchen, new new bathroom, uh, decor, paint the walls, um, new flooring, carpets, flooring, etc. Anybody can manage that. That's basic project management. And I'm sure you've probably done it on your own place, your own property anyway. And that's where you manage the tradespeople or the builder on site, you know, and then you can increase your income massively by offering a fee for that. And just managing that that process, project management. The average project management fee is 10% of the cost of the refurb as a minimum. Or you could charge a set fee. For example, if you did this and the refurb was going to cost £30,000 on the property to put in new kitchens, bathrooms, all the rest of it, like we said, then you're going to get an extra £3,000 on top of your sourcing fee. So let's say your sourcing fee was £5,000. Then you get in six, seven, eight thousand pounds instead of £5,000 because you've done the project management as well. You know, that's where one deal could net you, you know, effectively double um, what you were going to net anyway. You could net you £10,000 plus. So it's a big game changer having that as a service. If, of course, you can do it, you have the time constraints to do it, and all the rest of it. But it's certainly worthwhile. You know, 
with a sourcing business, I see so many people out there, they have a sourcing business, they take a sourcing fee. They are leaving so much money on the table. It's insane. Um, You know, offer these services, become the one-stop shop that your client needs. Like I said before, you're not trying to sell ice to Eskimos. It's probably what your client needs anyway. And if you don't offer it, they're going to go and get pay somebody else to, to do it for them. You know, think about that. How can you monetize your business? That's what we're talking about. Um, and many people actually make the mistake of thinking they need to source lots of deals each year, you know, to generate the income. And if you did two or three where you did the project management, then you're taking home an extra 30K a year, you know, 20 to 30K per year. It's a no-brainer, isn't it? It really is. If you can do that, then that needs to be part of your business. Now, another way of generating even more is doing joint ventures with investors. Now, this is super common and you see it a lot. This is where the investor puts the money into the deal and buys the property and you manage the, the refurb and the idea is to either resell or for an uplifted value or they would refinance the property and pull money out of the deal. Um, typically, that's how it's done. Or I mean, There's various different ways you can kind of, you know, do this but in a joint venture you either pay the investor a fixed return on their capital that they've put in or you cut yourself in to the deal on a profit share so you are effectively doing the deal but using the investor's money and we call this OPM other people's money and that's what these YouTube property gurus out there talk about when they when they're prattling on about no money down deals and everybody talks about NMD, NMD, no money down. Now, no money down sounds amazing, but the money's got to come from somewhere. And obviously, in property, it's going to come from the person that's that's the investor. So it's the investor's money, but you'll be able to cut yourself in on the deal. Now, so far, I've talked about what property sourcing um what property sourcing is, how you can earn money and generate extra profits, and also what skills are transferable, I guess, and, and will be of use um, to you if, you if you start a property sourcing business. But I don't want to sound like um, somebody who is only giving the positives and glazing over any negatives like a lot of the property gurus do on Facebook and uh, YouTube. So let me answer what I think are your burning questions. So the first one, how much can I expect to earn realistically as a deal sourcer, a property sourcer? Now, many YouTube videos talk about the money side of things, but they actually forget the reality side of things, which is, it's pretty important, let's be honest. Now, yes, you can earn the sums uh, of money that we've talked about on this podcast, you know, five, three to five thousand pounds as an average per property. That's without any of the extras that we've just spoken about. However, it can take a while to get to a point where you have the knowledge and start making the connections with investors. Let me just let you in on something. It took me a good six months at least before I did my first ever deal and had money in the bank. Six months. Now that's not, you know, 
get rich quick overnight. It's not, it's, it, there's no overnight success there. That's a lot of hard work and a lot of, you know, soul searching and a lot of, is this working? Is this right? Is, am I doing this right? You know, there was a lot of that. Property is not a get rich quick scheme, but the potential to earn is a hundred percent real. You know, and if you can understand that the potential is there and then it won't just fall in your lap after a week, then that's a lot more realistic than listening to these guru types on YouTube that will have you believe you can get into property, do a quick course, three days later, uh, you've got the knowledge and then a week later you're financially free. Absolute nonsense. Do not listen to these people. They are only out there to take your money and they will take thousands of pounds out of you if you believe what they say. Now, I've never seen anybody in 20 years of being in property, I've never seen a single person become financially free in seven days or even a couple of months. So let's keep it real and focus on the opportunity, which is life-changing if if you are realistic and not just chasing your next shiny penny. Now, my top tip is, don't watch people on YouTube who make strategies sound super simple and easy. Stop watching them. Stop watching these videos. They're very engaging. They're put together very, very well, and they make everything sound ridiculously easy, and they talk about huge sums of money that you can earn. It's misleading. So let's leave that there. Question number two is, can anybody really do this? Now, I'm going to frame that question a bit. Can anybody really do this? What I'm talking about is property sourcing. Now, I've seen complete newbies make a success of sourcing. And I've seen people with some experience in property fall flat on their face. Now, knowledge is part of the jigsaw. But let me be honest here. It's more down to the individual's approach, their mindset, their work ethic, you know, you can be the most intelligent person in the world on property, but if you're absolutely useless at being accountable, holding yourself accountable because you're in this on your own probably, and you're, you really struggle to get things done and build momentum, then you're going to fail. You will fail all day long. You can have all the knowledge that you like, but unless you can hold yourself accountable and take the action that you need, and be realistic with your viewpoint and mindset, then you're really going to struggle and you will fail. You know, question three. Can I do this part-time around a day job? That's a super common question because a lot of people start this as a side hustle. They're coming at it with, okay, I earn X amount in my day job and I'm looking to, I need to generate more more cash, more income. And it can be for the nicer things in life, the holidays, the, the you know, put an extension on the house, buy a new car, all the rest of it. Or it might be, actually, I don't like my day job and I would like to get into property because that's my passion. So a lot of people ask the question, can I do this part-time around the day job? In a word, yes. But the more time you have to dedicate to it, the better. You know, it goes without saying. It's common sense. I can speak from experience, having worked with many people over the years, that it comes down to consistency. It's not really, obviously time has an impact on this, as we've just said, but consistency. 
if you only have a few hours each week, but you are productive with that time that you have and consistent with it, you'll still move your business forwards and push push forwards with it and be a success. If you let a lack of time be an excuse, then it's on you. You know, we can all say, I don't have time. I don't have time. It's a throwaway comment, isn't it? You know, and I, I do hear that a lot from people. Oh, I'd love to do that, but I don't have time. I don't buy it. I do not buy that as, as an excuse um, or a, as a reason why a business isn't moving forward. Purely because I can say to you, right, next question. Okay. You don't have time. What did you watch on TV last night? And that person will reel off three, four, five programs. Oh, I was watching this amazing box set on Netflix. Oh, it's brilliant. You should watch it. We binge watched seven episodes last night. Okay, but you don't have time to put into your business. Like I said, that's an excuse and it's on you. I'm not saying you don't, you know, don't have a life, don't have downtime. We all need it. But lack of time, I, I don't buy that, no matter how busy you think you are. Now, to finish off, I know many people listening to this will be thinking, yes, I'm going to do this. And they will be thinking, I need to do a course. But let me just stop you in your tracks. As I touched on before, sadly, most property courses in the UK are hyped up by trainers and these guru types, and they cost an arm and a leg, probably another leg and another arm. You know, I know people who've paid tens of thousands of pounds, sadly, for training, and then they feel lost, unsure what to do next, and they have a head full of questions. And because they have gaps in their knowledge or they're not sure how to proceed, everything grounds to a halt. You know, I've got so many people who joined me on Property Basecamp Premium, which is my mentorship program, and they say they've done other training elsewhere. But ultimately, they joined my training as I'm the only person in the UK that gives people lifetime support and coaching for one fee. Nobody else does that. And now at the time of recording this podcast, my mentoring, Property Basecamp Premium, is closed for new members at the moment. But you can message me to be added to the waiting list uh, for my next intake, or there's there's a waiting list. Uh, you can sign up for the waiting list on the website at psmpropertyblog.com. Um, in summary, please don't go spending silly amounts of money on a course. No matter how good it looks, no matter how amazing the person on YouTube makes a strategy sound or how uh, how much you buy into it, you don't need to be spending silly amounts of money on a property course. I don't care who is offering you that course. If you want to get started, you can use our free training, free property training, all available at psnpropertyblog.com. And I'll put all the information in the show notes as well. Now that's all for today's podcast episode. It's been the first one back uh, after a a good while um so sorry about that but we are going to make it a lot more regular if you enjoyed the show please subscribe or follow us so you don't miss out on future episodes and just a quick reminder go visit our website go and dive into all the free goodies and the deal calculators and the free workshops 
psmpropertyblog.com. I'll be back very soon, but until then, stay safe and take it easy.